Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Fox and Burger podcast, where we bring you closer to the Asian side of the furry fandom one episode at a time. I'm your co-host Fox. I am Burger. And today we have a uh, very special guest. Um, we're going to go to a place where we haven't been before, uh, Indonesia. And joining us on this safari is Daza. So Daza has been making fursuits since 2016, uh, making over 50 partials and over 10 full bodies. It's the first time we've had an Indonesian fur on the show, so let's give him a big awu. Hey guys, Daza's here. So, let's go. Yeah, uh, how, how are you doing? Doing great. All right, cool. So tell us about yourself. First, tell us about, uh, you know, your fursona and where, well, your main fursona. Actually, you mentioned before the podcast you have like a ton of characters. So if you want to just talk about your main furry character. Mm, for my fursona, I have... Yeah, a lot. But mostly I use my Toya, wow. Shiba. And I have my others named Toto. It's my mascot, first mascot, but I rarely use them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so just tell us more about those two characters. For my Toya, he based on Pokemon Trainer. <laughs> I love I love that Pokemon trainer, so I use him to make to make him as my persona. And yeah, I name him, I name him after him, Toya. So Toya is the the Shiba Inu um, that like that you mainly use. Yes, I mostly use him now. Like, so so is is it just a quick question? Is he actually the 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 uh, persona that we're seeing right now on uh, on Discord? As your profile picture? Yes, right. Oh, cool, cool. For my first mascot, I use my other persona. It's Toto, the black wolf, but I rarely use him. Oh, I'm not sure if I saw him. Not yet, at least. We'll flash it on screen. So speaking of like mascot and fursuits and stuff, how long have you been uh, a fursuit maker? Mm, it's been four years, I think. I start back in 2016, December, if I'm not wrong. Wait, let me check it. What, what kind of like got you into fursuit making? I'm, re I'm really curious. Mm, I really love like animal stuff since I was a kid. And I love crafting. Mm -hmm. At the first, I'm a cosplayer and a cosplay maker. Right. So for the cosplay stuff, you actually made those like uh, like the outfits yourself. I'm I'm assuming. Yes, mostly at an armor stop. Oh, okay. At the time, I'm not really I'm not I don't know what furry is and what fursuit is, but I really into this animal thing. So I guess I I guess it's kind of interesting because like you're actually coming from like a cosplay angle, like like a cosplay almost like an anime background and you're kind of like using that experience and putting that into practice when you make fursuits i guess yeah but at the time not really gone well it's not really good at the time i do not <laughs> i do know the basic i don't know anything about fursuit i just like buy some form and craft 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 and editing full and that's it 
Wow. I don't even have a furry friend at the time. I don't know anything about furry, but I <laughs> draw a lot of animal stuff. Like ever since you were a kid, like ever since you were a kid, you were drawing like animal stuff. I love draw animal stuff, but I don't know what furry is or fursuit is. And one day I just met one furry friends. She told me about this furry group. And then, yeah, and introducing me to a furry Indonesia groups. Mm-hmm. And start that, I finally know what furry and fursuit is. But yeah, at that time, I already have my own fursuit that I make it. My first fursuit <laughs> is my right. Toto, the black wolf. So did you ever decide just like one day, because, um, you know, you came from like a cosplay, like anime background, but like, did you ever decide one day where it was like, you know what, I just want to make fursuits? Or was there like, was there like a reason why you wanted to start getting into the, the fursuiting industry? At the at the first, I'm I'm never think about that. I'm just I remember when I was like school time, I guess. I first saw first suit, and I and my thought is, I don't there's there's nothing I can do with this. I don't have I don't have the material. I don't <clears throat> I can craft this thing. And then after I joined cosplay. I learned by myself. Mm-hmm. No one told me. No one wants to talk me. <laughs> just wow. So you're entirely self-taught. Yeah. No one wants to talk me about this. So yeah, I just mm-hmm. do it myself. Keep building and finally found some material for the first suit and craft it. Just like that. Can you tell us about the style that you use for making these fursuits? What is your style? Because it seems like it's more influenced by the Western style of mascot mm-hmm. and fursuit design rather than the Eastern kimono style. Mm-hmm. Mm, for the style. For the style, I think is. I'm not sure what style is it, but it's more like the anime, anime, cartoonish style. I guess... But yeah, I just kind of mix it in. Like I just found my own style and keep building it. It's, so you're saying it's your own style, which is a mix of the Eastern and Western styles of mascot making? Yeah, I guess so. Because I think mm-hmm. about my first style, it's um, if you say it's a cartoonish style, it's not really cartoonish. Because the eyes kind of right. like sparkling animal eyes. Now, do you have a certain opinion on the kimono style? Do you prefer one style over the other? Mm, for the style, I make three dif- different styles. Cartoonish, semi-realistic, and kimono. Yes, I make kimono styles mm, also. Interesting. But I still, still keep building this style. I'm more good with the cartoonish style, actually. Mm-hmm. It's kind of interesting um, that that uh, I guess, like at least at least for my um, my uh, observation is that like your style tends to lean a little bit more Western. But I know that at least here in Taiwan, if I can kind of speak a little bit for the Taiwanese furries, um, there are like a number of Taiwanese furries that really like that kimono style. 
um, that come from Japan. Um, like, for example, like Amano Jaku, I guess people abbreviate that to AJ sometimes. And then also, um, also uh, who was the other one? K-Line, I believe. Um, those are like the two big names that I hear coming out of Japan. So like when I, when I was thinking about, okay, like who are the major fursu makers in, in each Asian country, respectively? Um, those two usually come out of Japan and then coming to you is like, okay, so here's an Asian fursuit maker. Here's an Indonesian fursuit maker who doesn't actually seem to make, you know, like, like what we would think um, kimono style suits are. So I, I always found that pretty interesting. Mm, I see, I see. But yeah, my fursuit style, not, it's not that cartoonish. It's more like anime, anime sure. style. Sure, sure. I can see the mix. I can see the mix. Like you mentioned before that it's you, you would describe it as a mix, right? Yeah. Yeah, just mixing it. Do you have actually, um, do you have uh, <laughs> uh, any kind of like Fursu maker senpai that you ever like looked up to or, or do you have like any inspirations? Uh, about that, I'm not really have inspiration at the time because I do know what Fursu <laughs> is and I didn't know what Fursu sure. is. So I just... Wow. So... Wow, so you're really independent. Like, like the like the style that you developed is really something of of your own. Yes, because I don't have That's any amazing. inspiration at the time. I just like maybe mm-hmm. look some reference at Google, mm-hmm. and sometimes my client like give me an idea, like, hey, I want I want this style, I want this eye style, or I want this and anything Lisa. Sure. Yeah, just building it. Now, has anyone tried to commission you with a more kimono style? Yeah, I have few clients that commissioned me a kimono style. A full body, impartial, or maybe head only. I already make like five kimonos for certain. What is the difference in the process of creating a kimono versus creating a more Western or cartoonish style? What's the difference between the process of creating those? For me, it's easier to craft a cartoonish style. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. kimono style, it's kind of hard for me for the eyes and the mouth part. It's kind of hard for me. For the cartoony style, it's really easy for me. And for the kimono style, it's kind of hard to... I think the shape, because it's kind of round and big eyes. I mostly do my cartoony style. So I want to piggyback on the topic of clients, by the way. Um, this is something I'm always interested about um, for fursuit makers in Asia. Um, how many clients do you actually get in, in the West? So like either like Europe or, or the United States? Actually, I have a lot, especially from wow. US. Mm-hmm. From US, also have clients from like French or Spain, also have, but mostly from US. Wow, so you're world famous. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're you're bigger in the states than I thought. I'll 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 say that. What all would is there any sort of difficulty between like international package 
sending sending out packages internationally to like Europe and the U.S. from Indonesia? Hmm, I think there's no there's no problem with the shipping, but yeah, the price just just the price is a problem. Oh yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, especially to UK. Wow. It's really high. From one island to another. Yeah, that's why sometimes if the clients want to commission, I always say like, uh, the price not include shipping, and then I tell them, like, yeah, how many the shipping? If you agree, okay, then we go. If you're not, then okay, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I must tell them first. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, those shipping. I mean, especially if you're you're you know packaging a fur suit and let's just say it's a full body because you might have to like package that with um. Uh, I mean, I don't know what's called in Indonesian, but like packaging peanuts or like those airbag kind of things, you know, just so that you make sure that your product is safe and sound. Yeah, and we both agree, right? Like mm -hmm. they agree to pay the shipping. It's not. It's not like, eh, your first set is done. Eh, here, the, here's the shipping fee, and then they just shock. <laughs> see the price. Right, right. I don't, I don't want the thing happen again. So I guess it would be easier if it was going out through the Southeast Asia or East Asia area rather than over to the West in terms yeah. of like fees. Yes. Yeah, and so that's why I would imagine like um, uh, based off of my experiences, I know there are like, there's like a number of Indonesia, uh, sorry, um, Malaysian furries who have Daza fursuits, who ha who have your fursuit. I think Nori is the 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 one who I can think of that comes to mind. But then I'd also imagine that in Indonesia itself, you know, like like you're 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 probably like one of the one of the bigger names, I guess. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna ask um if I can cut in. Did you do you have any clients in Taiwan? Because I'm just trying to remember if I you know like me and Berger have been to a couple of cons here. Yeah, like um. Who are they by any chance? Uh, your your clients in Taiwan. I'm just trying to remember if I saw your your work or not. I have two. Mm -hmm. One is, I think that is a Lynx, named Ka Kage. Oh right, uh, Kage. Kage Wuoka. <laughs> that's that's oh, right. Oh Kage. All right. Yeah, the the co-con chair for um Furpoint, Kage. Yeah, and the Lynx. <laughs> yeah, and then. For for Taigon, what's that call again? And I have one others. Did you know Pukan? Yes. Oh, that yeah yeah Pukan yeah yeah, yeah, Pukan. yeah he, he's also here in 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 Taiwan. He's he's from Thailand, but moved to Taiwan. Mm -hmm. Yep, he's studying here in Taiwan uh, yes. originally from Thailand. The, the we call him the cotton candy doggo. <laughs> yes, the colors. <laughs> yeah, I, I was glad when I met him at Fermit. Uh, it was yeah. nice to finally see him in person. More, more, more fursuit for Taiwan's fursuit that coming soon. So I think uh, I want to ask now. Um, we know that you have been the uh, the GOH for Hawaii in the past. Um, you'll have to correct me. Uh, was that in 2018? 20, yes, right. 
2018, right? So, so how did you like Pauai then? Um, I've that is actually the one furcon in Asia, well, among several that I haven't been to. So, like, what what what, what was what was it like being um, being in Indonesia's uh, first furcon? Just feel so proud, but mm-hmm. um, at that time, I'm not really have a good time because I have family problem at the time. Sure. Almost. Sorry to hear. Yeah. All. Almost cancel the become a guest, but I'm glad everything okay, and I'm proud that I can be guest at Power at the first time. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit more about Power? Like, where in Indonesia is it? Oh, I think I I kind of kind of forgot where's the location. But I think it's Jakarta, right? Yes, yeah, Jakarta. Gotcha. Everyone like yeah, ja- furiously Googles Jakarta. Jakarta on the Google Maps. <laughs> <laughs> Jakarta is on the Java Island, the capital. So we we'll always mm-hmm. de- be there. I heard. I heard the traffic's not so great. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's the part I hate from Jakarta. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. Um, uh, I was well, at least at least for for me, uh, I was just I was just gonna say that Pauai is one con that I really wanted to go to, especially because um, twenty eighteen was their first year, if I'm not mistaken, and. Um, Ever since, um, or before before 2018, Indonesia has not had a furcon, and and that may come to a surprise to some of our viewers who in the states we are used to having furcons that have been going on for several years. You know, I mean, I don't know, like into the ever since like the 1980s, for example. So there are some cons that have been going going on for like 10 plus years, and so it was really interesting to see. You know, when I came to Asia for the first time in 2017, it was really interesting to see the growth of these Asian fur cons. Yeah, come to join sometimes. I really would love to. Um, you know, if, if if COVID wasn't a thing, I would I would love to love to go to Indonesia. Yeah, it's not it's not really a good I, year. Yeah, I have actually been to Indonesia. Granted, oh, really? I went to Bali, oh. which How'd is like the it? the touristy oh, place. <laughs> I heard that. I heard about that too. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind going to other parts along Indonesia. Um, mm-hmm. There, there's like a a really tall mountain that's pretty cool on one of the islands. Um, there's also like this very ancient pyramid structure that's on one of the islands. I think it's close about, to. Are you talking about like near Bali or? It's near Bandung. Borobudur. Yeah, yeah, that one. I think. Yeah, that's that's one that's shaped like a pyramid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Borobudur. It's always like ancient historical structures and temples and all that that interests me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was one of the main things I was looking for when I, well, I wouldn't say looking for. It was one of the main things that caught my eye when I went to Thailand for the first time. Right. Oh, I see. Right. Yeah. But if you- yeah, I was gonna just say, be- yeah, you you might find those like ancient structures in Thailand just as just um as well. I guess like when you go to like Ayutthaya or so, or or somewhere a little bit outside of Bangkok, I, I I'd assume. Exactly. Yeah, Ayutthaya has a whole bunch of them just because mm-hmm. it was the old capital before I think some other empire tried to burn it down and then they all moved 
down south towards Bangkok. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But don't quote that on me. I'm not a Thai historian. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, isn't isn't history more your thing? Uh, that's right. Uh, and and I, th- I think that would be the Burmese Empire who probably burnt down their capital. But yeah, that is my thing. <laughs> Uh, so I remember in, in, in 2018, you were the GOH, right? And so in 2019, you also went to Hawaii as well, right? Yes. So so uh, I was just asking, like, did you go as like a regular attendee at that point? Or did you come back as like a vendor? The second time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the second time. Just like a normal attendee. Sure. Also, so so basically you got you got to enjoy the con as like a like a normal person I, I guess you would say i think it's better be like a normal person like we can enjoy the con exactly yeah and, and also i sell some stuff there Hmm. did you notice like a like um i mean i i mean i don't expect you to have like the numbers right in front of you but did you notice like a significant like increase in attendees like comp- like comparing 2018 to 2019 or you know or were the numbers like relatively the same no i actually have more attendees mm-hmm. like like noticeably more like like a like a really big growth yeah it's better than the first time yeah it, it was also in a different location right yes and the location more more good it's a hotel mm-hmm. yeah i think it's more improved than the first time yeah okay so does uh so you've experienced the convention as a guest of honor and as a regular attendee slash vendor um but how would you compare your experience going to an indonesian convention compared to like conventions in other countries i never go to other countries con before oh i see yeah just just local one so i'm not really mm-hmm. no i was just different so so can i ask you then um can i ask you like what what's what what's the what's one con that you really want to go to then like let's just say, let's, let's just say if covid wasn't a thing mm, let's see I, i'm assuming you have a list you got to have a list if you haven't been to any foreign cons <laughs> Maybe like forum and forfinity. Is that right? Yeah, just actually, I'm not really have that list because I'm kind of hard <laughs> to travel because I have a dog and no one take care of it. Right. I can't really travel much. I'll take care of your dog. Yeah, he's already old. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, I, I would think Firm would be a good choice. Um, shout yeah. out to the Malaysian Furs and shout out to Firm um, because I did go to Firm in 2018, I believe. Um, it was either 2018 or 2019. I'm pretty sure it's 2018 though. And um, of course, for you, since you live in Indonesia, um, that's you know, Firm would be really close for you. Yes, it's near. Did you say the second con that you wanted to go to was? Did you say Infernity or? Ah, yes, right. Oh yeah, the one in Taiwan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I don't. I'm biased, so you know, you know which one I'm gonna vouch for. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, now there's more than one convention in Taiwan. That is true. Because now, yeah, because now you have Fermit, you have Fur Point, you have 
uh, well, we were going to have Gaoshan Tea Party, but mm-hmm. that didn't run. That was postponed due to concerned about regulations, you know, about COVID nineteen. Right. Yeah, I would have been man. We would have been preparing for Gaoshan Tea Party right about now if it wasn't for um, for COVID. Because I I think they were gonna host it. Uh, you might know this, but uh, I'm, I'm forgetting. It was was it either March or April that the Gaoshan Tea Party was um, gonna be held. It would be April. Gotcha. Well, I mean, that's that is to say. Uh, so for Daza, I mean, hey, you have options now. Um, I mean, <laughs> don't don't let don't let me sway you to going one con. You should definitely experience them all for yourself. Yeah, I really want to. Uh, what would you say would be the best part of Pauai? Like, why would you want someone to come to Pauai? I think it's the best part is. We can like for shooting together, sharing stuff, fun stuff like that. Well, part of it would be experiencing Indonesian culture, right? Yeah, but mostly when I'm when I'm at Pawai, I'm like selling some stuff, so I'm not really join the party. So you're you're a busy doggo. <laughs> yeah, just just being busy there. So I don't really know what's going on there. I wanted to ask, um, wanted to ask, and please correct me if I'm wrong about this, but at Hawaii, don't you guys have like this like big dinner thing at the con, or like 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 isn't there like a big like communal kind of meal, or am I am I thinking something else? Ah, uh, the first Hawaii, yes, we have a dinner together. Mm-hmm. It's is it, is that something like is that like unique to Indonesian culture where you yes. guys like have this like you know big gathering you know like like yes. yeah because I think I saw footage of that from Chiris's video at, at, at one point in the past. Yes, it's Indonesia food. I don't remember what it's called, but it's an Indonesia food. But I'm pretty sure it was it was like good food. It was like probably like huge amounts of food and I don't know satay and like nasi goreng or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 getting too hungry. <laughs> so, can you share some stories about us specifically fursuiting around in Indonesia? Like, how do the Indonesian people react to fursuits and furries and all that? Yeah, I like to know that too. Mm, I think the reaction is different from here and the Jakarta. It's it's mm-hmm. it's here like the people are not really nice, I guess. Just like oh, you said people aren't really nice. Yes, just like sometimes they want they are like calling like hey dog or something like that. <laughs> so they think like they're weird, I guess. Like, do, are you saying like they kind of like like the people on the streets or whatever think like the first suitors are are weird? Yeah, and a clown. A clown. Yeah, that's do a they, part. Do they I ever think? think- that they are cosplayers, though. A cosplayer and a fursuiter is different. Ah, so Indonesia is, is, is different. People will recognize it. Like, hey, this one is cosplay as Naruto or other character. Ah, I see. For fursuiter, it's like, hey, I want to take a picture with a dog <laughs> or, or, or a fox <laughs> or whatever they want to call. Wow. 
Yeah. So in Taiwan, um, there's like a big mascot culture. So like people in in these like so-called like fur suits or mascot suits, it's actually kind of common. So in Indonesia, though, like, is there a similar culture where you have like a mascot for a company or for the city or something like that? Like, do do they ever think that the fur suiter is a mascot? I think if if at Jakarta, I think they ha- they know, but I'm at Borneo. It's a small city. So people not really know this stuff, I guess. Mm-hmm. But if at Jakarta, they know they know what is a mascot is, know what is a cosplay is, they know. But at my place, they not really know. It's just like mm, seeing people dressing up like whatever is it, <laughs> like weird weird people. But but I just gotta ask though, um, how does it feel to fursuit in Indonesia? Because man, it's got to be really really hot. Oh, it's hot. I mean, hotter than Taiwan, like hot and humid, uh, throughout the whole year. At Borneo here, it's really hot. But um, but at Jakarta, I'm not. I think it's not that hot. But it's but here really? it's really hot. I'm just like mm-hmm. fursuiting like five minutes and then I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I don't that, sounds, that sounds very similar to like you know like like from my my friends in singapore or thailand um in any like tropical country they're they're always like man um they can never pursue for longer than let's just say like 30 minutes yeah but i surprised cloud yes um like three months ago visit me in the borneo mm. he first thing like more than 30 minutes and he's okay wow. i'm just shocked what a strong guy yeah i mean yeah. like um open my head like heart of the tiger five minutes and then <laughs> <laughs> no i can can keep going like this yeah pro tip uh um to any fursuiters out there and i know i know burger knows this already but stay hydrated stay hydrated yes mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so in taiwan it's it's a uh, 14 celsius um and you know so it gets cool here but in any you know tropical country or if you um if you stay anywhere near the tropics uh man uh first shooting can be quite the challenge it's really challenging can you tell us a bit about specifically where in indonesia most furries uh are at like are they mostly in jakarta are they mostly in another city like where where are the furries in Indonesia? Which islands are the most furry populated? Mostly for Sutar, from Jakarta. For furry, I think there's mm-hmm. a lot. But for Fursutar, mostly at Jakarta. Hmm. I guess that's just because Jakarta is where the more people with more money live, I guess. <laughs> It would make sense because I remember in our polar episode we we talked about that and you know like most of the furries most of the Thai furries I know are congregated in that Greater Bangkok area, and it would make sense um, since that's like the richest uh, you know arguably speaking the richest city of Thailand and more of the fur suiters are going to be coming from that city. So I wanted to know um, you know going to going back to like the Indonesian you know furries. Um, do you guys, uh, before COVID, of course, do you guys ever have, you know, like weekly meetups or anything like that? 
I mean, well, at least for the furries in Jakarta. Yeah, they have, but for only for for suit from Jakarta. Hmm. So for furries like staying outside of that area, I guess like, would you say is it a little bit harder to meet them to to meet other furries or or how 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 is that? I think for the community, Jakarta is the biggest. Yeah, they more gathering like two weeks. Like every weeks. Wow, weekly gatherings. Yeah, but only for the pre pre COVID, of course. Only for the Jakarta first, is that right? I was curious about that because here, um, so I live in Taipei. Um, there doesn't actually seem to be sort of like a unified furry meetup every week or even every month here in Taipei. Um, it's kind of split up between different cliques. And so it's a little bit, um, I, I guess, um, you know, there's, there's separate groups, I guess there's separate groups of, of, of different people. And I guess they hang out on their own time. Like I, I'm in a couple of groups, but truth be told, I'm not actually like, I don't have like that weekly meetup to, uh, to, you know, be with those people. So usually unless someone asks me, Hey, do you want to hang out? Or if I want to do like first two photos, for example, I'm usually not going to, see those people until then so i was just kind of curious to see like how like how closely knit those indonesian furries are uh well there have been some meetups that they're trying to organize over closer south in the tainan and gaoshing area actually just because sure um well for me it started out as a group of furries around taiwan wanting to go down to uh gaoshang uh, furry tea party mm -hmm. and once that fell through everybody was like okay well we're already gathered a group chat let's go ahead and meet up somewhere anyway so basically at the end of january uh there was an organized little photo shoot and two different spots in tainan and they're trying to i think they're trying to do one this month as well uh they haven't finalized the details and unfortunately i can't go because that'll be part of when I will be moving to a new apartment. Ah, gotcha. Oh, so you guys are going, oh, okay, so that plan was originally to like go to Tainan and unfortunately you can't go. Exactly. And like, I see, I see. especially going from Tainan, from Taoyuan to Tainan is like, that's, that's a pretty long travel. I mean, it's possible, but it's either expensive or takes hours on end. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, like if you're not taking the uh, the HSR, then um, then probably going to be taking like either the bus, the inner city bus, or the TRA, the train, the regular train. So Daza, um, I did want to ask you a question. Um, you know, and again, going back to the the topic of fursuits, though. So, um, we know you've been a fursuit maker for a few years now, but um where do you see yourself like in the next few years like do you want to keep doing fursuits or are you gonna you know go into a different industry so so like where do you where do you see yourself like in the next few years okay for me i want to keep going i love making fursuit mm -hmm. it's really fun so i want i want to keep doing it and Improving my first thought in the future. 
what kind of suits do you want to make in the future? Like, is there like an animal that you haven't done before, or do you have like a favorite animal that you really want to do? Yeah, I actually have have one animal that I've never make it before. It's horse. I really, I really oh, love horse. Oh, a horse! <laughs> I never, no one ever commissioned me before. So yeah, I hope in the future, wow, wow. maybe I have one clients that have a horse for Sona. Signal to your horse fairies out there, and also technically any bronies out there, if you want a, <laughs> no, a horse no, no, fur not, suit. Not bronies, <laughs> just, 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 just horse. And well, I had, I have one, I have one question, one final question to kind of um, to wrap that up. Um, if someone were to begin uh, fur suit making, yeah, you know, what's what's your what's your biggest advice? Like, where should they begin? For the fursuit making, I think they can start with their own style. Like, hmm. um, for me, I use the um, the different material than the normal, mostly fursuiter do. Like a soft foam, I use both a hard one and a soft one. And sometimes people do ask me, "What should I do for start making a fursuit?" And I just say, mm-hmm. like, you find your own style. You can see the tutorial at YouTube and you can keep building it, like, using your style. Because I don't know if people can, like, following my style, like, making for suit because everyone is, have their own style. Right, right. And we cannot force that, right? So, yeah, I just... Telling, telling them to find their own style, like picking tool, material by their own. Because I'm starting this um, from my cosplay, cosplay making. All right. Well, we appreciate you uh, chatting with us tonight, Daza. Very appreciative that you could spend some time and talk more about the Indonesian furry fandom with us. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry if there's some said something wrong or mispronounced. I'm not really good nah, at you're speaking. Fine. Thank you so much for being on the show. Okay, so Daza, while we're wrapping things up, can you tell us about your social media? What social media do you use and how can people reach out to you? Okay, I at first I'm use Facebook. I have a I have a Facebook page. Name that's with Fursuit and Twitter, with also the same name, and also Instagram, with also the same name. So people will easily find me there since I use the same name. Okay, well, thank you everyone for listening to this podcast. This has been the Fox and Burger Podcast. Special thanks again to Daza for joining us. I have been Burger. And this is Fox. And we will see you in the next episode. Goodbye.